One of the biggest challenges for presenters is knowing what to leave out of their presentation because I increasingly find that there's so much content everybody wants to include, but you've got to be ruthless. And that's what we're going to focus on in today's episode. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 223 of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and particularly welcome if you're a new listener. So you've only got 222 episodes to catch up on. (laughs) And if you are a new listener, please press the subscribe button on your podcast app, because then you'll get the podcast fed to you every Monday, just into your inbox straight away. That's fantastic. So, um, I've got a couple of shout-outs to go go first. And and, uh, first of all, it's to Pete Can. Now, Pete Can is known as the Laughter Man, and he has a podcast called Laughter and Positivity with Pete Can. And Pete kindly invited me onto that podcast recently. So I was a guest on his podcast, and that's come out quite recently. And also to Tim Fitzpatrick. Tim works for a company or runs a company called Rialto Marketing. And again, Tim uh, kindly invited me to be a guest on a recent episode of Rialto Marketing. So I can thoroughly recommend that both those podcasts, not just because I'm a guest, but because they do put out some amazing content for both of them. So get on those podcasts. You'll really enjoy being part of them. And it's um, they're great fun. They're great fun to be on. And uh, Pete, Pete particularly... Pete Can, the laughter man. So have a listen to Pete's podcast as well. And don't forget, if you need any help with your presentation, then uh, one-to-one coaching is available through myself, or I can do a training program for your team. And the way I do training programs these days tends to be in small chunks. So we do 90-minute sessions on Zoom, maybe two or three of those, depending on your needs, really. But it's such an important skill, isn't it? I mean, that's probably why you're listening to this podcast, so you can enhance your presentation skills because a presentation can really make a difference. And the way you deliver it and the way you put it together can really make a difference to whether you win the business or not. And I still find loads of people don't really understand the importance of practicing and preparing and planning really well. They just turf up, they do their presentation, and then they wonder why they didn't win the business. So you can get an edge. You can put yourself in a more competitive position if you're prepared to work on your presentation and practice it. And that's what I'm going to share with you today in today's podcast because I've done some work recently with a couple of people on a one-to-one basis. And in both cases, the key challenge was how to structure the presentation and leave out content. And um, one example was um, I was working with a, a, a student, actually, who's got a dissertation presentation coming up. And, the, and I, won't, I won't talk about who the actual student was, but the, the challenge that this student had was that they had got five minutes to deliver their presentation. And this is going live at the end of July, and we've been working on it for, on a couple of sessions. And when the student first came to me, he sent me his presentation deck and everything else, and uh, it was 26 slides, and a lot of the slides contained a lot of content, diagrams, all that sort of stuff. So when we had our first chat on Zoom, I said, okay, so um, have, you, have you timed this yet? Because <laughs> I reckon this is a 25-minute presentation, not a five-minute presentation. And that's a really important part when you're delivering a presentation, ladies and gentlemen. You know, the thing is that you're very tempted, aren't you, to put loads and loads of content on your slides. And in this case, we just had to get rid of loads of slides. Anyway, we've got it down now to, I think, seven or eight slides We've taken a lot of the words off the slides and we've reorganized the the structure of it as well. So it now flows a little bit better. 
And that's what this, this is the kind of thing I want to share with you on your, in today's presentation. And then another example of someone I was working with, pretty much the same thing, where again, they were insistent that they needed to carry and put in the presentation lots of stuff, particularly about themselves, about their company. And they said, oh, no, Trevor, we've got to put that in. We've got to put that in. We've got to tell them about it. And so I said, well, hang on, let's just recall this. So where have you got to with this company? I said, oh, well, they, you know, they found us and then we've had a chat on Zoom and when they invited us to do this presentation, I think we're up against two or three other companies presenting. So I said to them, so at this stage, how much do they know about you? Oh, well, quite a lot, actually, Trevor, quite a lot. Because, you know, they've, they've, they've been, obviously, they've done their research. And all that. So I said to them, so why are you going to start your presentation telling them all the stuff about you that they already know? And this is an important point. And I've got three things to share with you today to try and help you improve the content and the flow of your presentations. And that's the first one is that we put, you know, there's a temptation, isn't there? At the beginning, particularly, to put too much detail about yourselves. How many times have you sat through a presentation or how many times have you delivered your own presentation? Well, you tend to start off about yourself about your company, about your awards, about your history, about all the products and services that you offer, a little bit maybe about yourself personally. Now think about it and put that into context. So here I am, I'm about to you know, sit through your pitch or your presentation. And let's face it, as with the company I just mentioned, I tend to know quite a bit about you. That's why I've invited you to deliver this presentation or pitch. So if you're going to spend the first three or four minutes of what might, let's say, a 15-minute presentation talking about yourself, then what's that going to do for my engagement? Am I going to really be thinking, oh, great, I'm so pleased they're telling me all about themselves again because I'd forgotten how great you are and how many awards you've won? I don't think they are because they already know that. That is why you're there in the first place. Your delivery, you know, how many people How many people actually rock up and say, oh, I know nothing about your company, Trevor, but deliver a 15-minute presentation for us. You know, just turn up, here's the, here's the time link, here's the link, come along, whatever, and we know nothing about you, so we want you to spend 15 minutes telling us all about yourself. That is rare. That is rare, isn't it? They're not going to waste time doing that. They've already identified that you could potentially be a, a you know, a, a supplier to them or deliver something for them or do some work for them, whatever it is. So, number one is don't put anything about yourself at the start of the presentation. Anything at all. Okay, there's the challenge for you. You've got, remember those four E's of presenting that I'll have banged on about in previous episodes, and I certainly cover when I do my training work. Your presentation needs to engage your audience. It needs to educate them. It needs to enthuse them, and to a degree, it needs to entertain them. So if you're going to spend the first three or four minutes talking about yourself, things that they already know, that is hardly going to engage them. And it's not going to educate them because they already know this anyway. So what are they going to do? They're going to start thinking, God, I wish they'd hurry up and get on with this presentation or God, I hope the next one's better than this. Right. So number two, that's number one thing you can do to really improve the structure and content of your presentation. Right. The second thing you can do is think about the detail that you've got on your slides. Because the detail on your slides is really what you want to get over. This is the message. This is the educational bit. This is where you, people want to be in your audience thinking, oh, I didn't know that. That's a good idea. And if all you do is tell them, A, things that they already know, or B, you just elaborate too much on the, on the content, then that, again, is going to you know, lose their interest. 
So this is a really important part of it. And again, where some most people go really too far in too much detail. So the guy I was working with with his dissertation, he had some very detailed slides, tons of words, loads of diagrams, detailed content. Now, all great stuff, you know, all really, in, in, you know, interesting stuff. And clearly he knew what he was talking about. And the thing was, he wanted to get that message over. But we had to look at it as a presentation, a five minute presentation in this case. So my job was to convince him that his five minute presentation was an overview. He couldn't possibly contain the whole of his dissertation in that five minutes. So he was going to have to be this ruthless editor and get rid of a lot of the content from his presentation simply because he didn't have enough time for it. So, you know, again, most time, most of the time when you're doing a presentation or pitch, you're going to have a time limit. And if you don't, I think you should ask for one as well. So if no one said to you, oh, Trevor, yeah, come along and do a presentation, but they're not said do a 15 minute or 20 minute presentation. I would always say to them, so how long are you expecting me to present for? Just so I know. And they might say, well, uh, what do you think? 15 minutes? Great. OK, let's agree that 15 minutes. And does that include, uh, include any questions or should we, should we allocate some time for afterwards? No, no, we can, we can have 15 minutes for questions, Trevor. Right. So I now know I've got half an hour. Because I've seen so many people have spoken to me so many times and said, oh, I went along to do this presentation, Trevor. They didn't tell me how long it was. So I just assumed I could, you know, do a 20 minute presentation. When I got there, after about 10 minutes, they said, oh, by the way, we've got to go in a minute or two. So um, can, is, are you near the finish? Well, you know, the last thing you want is that to happen to you, isn't it? So be precise. So if no one tells you how long they're expecting your presentation or pitch to be, you know, talk to them about it. And this is particularly important when you're doing a one-to-one -one with a, a, you know, a single client. Now, if you're pitching or presenting rather at an event, then chances are they'll tell you how, how much time you've got. So let's go back to the detail on your slides. So look at the slides. Look at the last presentation you did and look at how many words that were on each slide, how many diagrams that were, too, you know, that were on there were far too complicated for your audience to understand, all those sort of things. How much stuff on there did you really, you know, really did not need? And remember, if you followed my seven P's of presenting model, you will know about the purpose of your presentation. You'll know how important it is to nail your purpose and then go back to your presentation and think, right, does every single word, every single slide, every single image help me achieve my purpose? Because if it doesn't, get rid of it. And it's really hard to leave stuff out your presentation and particularly if you're a part of a company where you've got, you know, your presentations are put together by your marketing department. And that's all well and good. You know, that's great because it gives you a head start. But you're the presenter, not the marketing department. You've got to be the one who's got to deliver this and make it happen. So you can't deliver it and then say, oh, and then it doesn't work and blame the marketing department. You've got to take responsibility and say, right, I know the audience. I know that this is what they, want, this is what they won't do. So if the marketing department sends you the deck, the usual deck or whatever, then you've got to play around with it and sort it out and make it work for you. So don't, you know, don't risk it going wrong because, you know, you're just using the same old deck all the time. OK, so it's really important that you nail this. And don't forget, you know, again, if you've got a time limit, remember the golden rule about time in your practice presentations, 80 to 85 percent. So if you've got 15 minutes, you've got to deliver that presentation in around about 13 minutes in practice. Anything more and you could likely to go over in the 15 minutes. OK. So that's number two, is there's too much detail on the slides. And then number three is too much detail in your narrative. Okay, now this is what I mean by that is when you're speaking over your slides. Okay, now there is a danger and a temptation here that when on the day, in practice you won't do this because you want to just run through the practice and get it worked. So you don't, you know, people very rarely 
do the too much narrative in practice. But then on the day, you knew it's for real and you suddenly start elaborating on a point and you're keen to share it and you get carried away because you're very passionate about your subject and you suddenly end up talking too, too, too much, okay, about one particular thing. So a bit like your slides, you've got to be succinct with your narrative as well. And people often underestimate how important this is and they forget about it. Now, I always say to people, don't have a script. Now, some people, you know, especially if you're delivering online, they like the, the kind of comfort of a script to a degree. But if you can avoid the script, do, because it doesn't sound always very authentic if you're reading from a script. Okay, and people can tell you're reading from a script as well. And, it, yeah, it, you know, and there's a couple of things that always go through my mind if people are reading from a script. And one is, the main one is, do they really know what they're talking about? Or they, are they just having to read the words because they don't know what it, this is all about? So try to avoid a script, you know, well, in fact, set yourself a goal of not having a script, but have some prompt words. And the top tip is when you're delivering, say, on Zoom, you can stick those prompt words around the outside of your screen. That makes a real, real difference to you. So remember, not too much detail in your narrative, okay, because you will talk too much, you will elaborate on the points, be succinct with your narrative in the way you are with your slides. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the three key areas then, let's just remind ourselves of what they were. But they are all about making sure that your presentation flows, that it engages your audience, it educates them, it enthuses them. That's the most important thing of well as well. And it entertains them as well. So, you know, get rid of the acronyms, the jargon, and ultimately the boredom from your presentation. Because, you know, this presentation you're doing is a golden opportunity. It's a golden opportunity and it's an, you know, presenting is an invaluable business skill. Now, if you want to improve your presentation skills, then get in touch. You know, you have a look at my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk. Listen to previous episodes on the website. You'll get loads of information about how to improve your skills. And if you want to do a session with you and your team, then, you know, there's on my website, Trevor Lee Media. There's loads of the buttons that you can press and you can get a 15 minute, 20 minute Zoom call with me. And we can talk about what your team needs to improve its presentation skills or what you need on a one to one basis. No obligation, no fee for that call. You can book it onto my calendar. It's very easy to book me onto a call like that. And then we can talk about what you need. And I can, you know, we can work out a package for you that works for you and a program for that works for you as well. Because, you know, remember, at the end of the day, people buy from people. You know, you're the presenter. They're buying the authentic you. And if you want to come across as, you know, as, as, the, as that dull, boring person, then great. But I'm sure you don't. So get those three things for your presentation. So, again, let's just remind ourselves. Don't put too much detail about yourself at the start. In fact, don't put any detail about yourself at the start. Get into the presentation early. Talk about the client, okay, or the customer or the event. Don't put too much detail on your slides. You know, you've got to get rid of all those words and all those acronyms and that jargon and all those complicated diagrams, okay? They don't really fit in most presentations. And thirdly, when you're, when you're delivering your presentation, be careful about not talking too much and elaborating too much and running out of time on that basis. There we go. So I hope that's been useful, ladies and gentlemen. Got a great guest lined up for you for episode 224. It's going to give you some really top tips when it comes to sales. Okay, because, you know, this presentation, this podcast is all about converting those presentations and pitches into sales. So you get the presentation techniques and you get the sales techniques. So I've got a great guest lined up for you next week to talk about sales. Now, if you do like the podcast, please share it. Please review it. That would be great. And please, you know, talk about it on social media, particularly LinkedIn. That would be amazing to do that. And if you think you could make a great guest on this podcast, well, get in touch, you know. Um, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. And if you're thinking of launching your own business podcast, 
you know, is a really, you know, it's a still there's loads of room in the market for podcasts, I'm told. You know, then I've put together a little package because a couple of people have asked me to work with them on helping them launch their own business podcast. So I've put together a little package. It's on my website. You'll find it under the podcast toolbar. And a couple of things I'm offering. One is one-to-one coaching on, on podcasts, which, you know, you buy for an hour at a time or 45 minutes at a time, whatever it is. And then there's a little package as well, which will get, you know, get you a couple of sessions and get you started on your business podcast. So it can give you advice on and, and all the things I've learned and all the things I've been taught in these 223 episodes. Plus, I've got a running podcast. Don't forget that. Running 44 at 60, which is well into the 90s now in terms of episodes. So it's a great communication tool, podcasting. It's going to become an importantly part, an important part of the marketing mix if it's not already. So there we go. Right, I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.